The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bomba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bomba. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show. Happy Saturday to you. Hope you're all doing fantastique. Wunderbar. Yeah. It's Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, that's a terrible German accent. I apologize uh, to all of my German ancestors for what I just did. Um, but it is October, and it is Oktoberfest, and uh, lots of good stuff going on. State Fair of Texas is going on right now. And uh, if you're if you're heading up there, um, I feel for you. The crowds are going to be crushing today. Uh, was supposed to be there for the uh, Red River rivalry. Still hard for me to say that, not the other um, the other thing, Don. Uh, but uh, that's going on today. The big uh, the big football contest between uh, the Oklahoma Sooners and uh, Texas Longhorns, and uh, that is going to be a good one. Um, maybe, maybe. Maybe not so much for Sooner fans, uh, which I would raise my hand and count myself as one. Um, but we'll see. You never know when these two teams get together. Texas is having a little better run of it. OU has struggled a bit in the last couple of weeks, but we'll see what happens. And uh, other good football going on tonight. Aggies are playing tonight. UTSA is playing today. Uh, yeah, just lots of good football going on. So uh, buckle down and get your football snacks out, and, and, and hopefully you have a good uh, a good football day if you're a football fan. If not, lots of other stuff to do. Uh, we got the uh, Peanut Festival going on down in Floresville. Uh, lots of fall festivals going on in the area. Just kind of check your, your listings and see what's happening out there. But lots of good weather this weekend. Uh, certainly could use some rain. But other than that, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful weekend. And, uh, and just, just uh, get out there and do something outside this weekend. We're going to talk about some outdoor improvements you can kind of put on the honeydew list uh, as the show goes on today, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Going to talk about laughter is the best medicine. Um, had a meeting out at Pedrotti's Ranch this last week. I'm getting more and more excited about this event. Tickets are going like wildfire. And uh, really, really want you to get out there and get your tickets. It's uh, it's going to be such an awesome event. It really and truly is. And uh, getting even more excited. Talked to Cletto this past week. And, and uh, another comedian has been added to the to the bill. We're going to have lunch next week and get everything planned out. But it's it's just going to be a phenomenal night of of uh, great comedy, lots of funny, and lots of great fundraising for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. It's uh, laughter is the best medicine. We'll tell you all about that here as the show goes on. Going to open those phone lines up at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Want to say thank you to Don Cooper Stevens, who's in the studio this morning. Um, Operating on fumes, as he often does, but just uh, knocking it out like a professional, also like he always does each and every week, and, and we can't say thank you enough for that, Don. Um, how, how's your week been, my brother? Oh, Had to put my headphones on. There you go. <laughs> you ca- I'm you talking, call- about, you I'm call- talking about how professional you are, and look at you. Don, look you you call me undressed. <laughs> that is undressed for, for you and me. Uh, there, there's a sight. <laughs> oh, Not. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, man. No, I was just saying, how, how's your week been? You been doing good? Uh, so far, so good. It's good. The weather, has the weather not been like the best? I mean, this is crazy. It it kind of haunts me somewhat. I was I was having a conversation about this with a good friend of mine 
you know, with Hurricane Ian that had, you know in Florida and everyone going through what they're going through, you almost feel guilty with uh, the kind of weather that we've been enjoying here in South Texas. I, I understand what you're saying. I do. And, and uh, you know, having traveled all over the country for, for about five weeks last month, uh, I saw rain. I saw, you know, really chilly morning temperatures. Uh, I will tell you, this has been the most chamber of commerce weather I've seen in San Antonio in a long time this past week. Boy, did we pick a good time to come home. <laughs> it's been beautiful. Yeah. yeah. How was your trip, by the way? Oh man, it was it was outstanding. Uh, I, I talked a little bit about it last week, but uh, we we got to see some parts of the country that we just have never seen before. Uh, Debbie and I had never traveled to the to the Upper East Coast, and we got all the way up to Boston, spent a couple of days there, and uh, walked the Freedom Trail, which was an experience that I recommend to anybody uh, who who wants to learn about our inception as a country and and where we come from and you know, and, and kind of refresh your memory as to why we should be proud to be the Americans that we are and why we are so blessed to be in the country that we're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just really cool. I mean, there are just parts of history that, that you, it's almost surreal that you actually get to see these things, like the old church and the meeting hall where the, uh, you know, where the Boston Tea Party was planned, uh, old Ironsides, uh, the oldest commissioned ship in the U.S. Navy that's been around for 150 years longer maybe um 200 years uh the uh, we 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 had a a sam adams in the oldest bar in the united states it was built in 1788 or 89 i believe Mm -hmm. uh it's called bell in hand and it's been the it's been a continuously operating bar ever since then i mean that's just it's it's mind-blowing some of the history that's there um Went into Little Italy, where there's over a hundred Italian restaurants in just a few blocks radius, and it, you really do kind of feel like you're stepping in into Italy in that area of, of Boston and their mm-hmm. downtown area where they've where they put the big dig in and greened it all over with park. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, just just a great mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and Jack Riccardi is uh, from that area, and he has uh, shared a lot of. Uh, um, that inform you know the, the thoughts and memories of uh, of that area as well, and he says it's just beautiful. Yeah, and, and know, it's and funny. It's, it's funny a- you mentioned Jack because while we're in Boston, we're 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 walking around downtown, and I actually texted uh, Jack a picture of some place that we're at, and I said, "Hey, man, we're hanging around your old stomping grounds." <laughs> right. And and he put a thumbs up and said, "That's cool." And I said, "Any <laughs> suggestions?" He said, "Martin, I haven't been there in twenty plus years. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know where anything is anymore." <laughs> I said, fair enough. That's good. That's good. Well, you were very but, blessed to, to be able to experience that, and and what a cherished event, no doubt about that. You'll have memories, of, you know, for a lifetime, is uh, you know, to to share with others, no doubt about that. Well, that's what Debbie and I, you know, we're doing. We're 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 making a memory, you know, bank, and 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 putting as much in there as we possibly can. And uh, I, I got to tell you one more highlight of our trip, and and there were there were a lot of them. Mystic, uh, Connecticut was absolutely. Um, picturesque and beautiful uh, but going to Arlington National Cemetery uh, exceptionally moving event we we did a semi-private walking tour ended up with another couple from Texas on that walking tour which was kind of cool and uh, and our uh, narrator guide 
had so much knowledge of the history of Arlington National Cemetery. We got to see the graves of Audie Murphy, uh, Glenn Miller, and, uh, I mean, so many others there. And, of course, uh, John F. Kennedy's grave is there with, with the eternal flame. And uh, just the, the gosh, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, Don? Just the reverence of that place mm-hmm. uh, was, was just incredible. We got to watch the changing of the guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Mm-hmm. And everyone doesn't get to do that. I mean, we were really and truly, as you said, very blessed to be able to take that kind of a trip and, and see these types of things uh, in our country and, and give us a deeper appreciation for the for the country that we live in. I, I appreciated it before, but it's an even deeper appreciation. Now, I'm kind of curious, though, would, um, is it inappropriate to take photographs of um, certain events and in places such as uh, what you had mentioned is you know as far as uh, tombstones and and uh, um that's a great question that's a really good question and and i had the same question uh the answer is no um you you can take photographs um what what you don't do is is uh make any noise or uh or or talk while you're at the tomb of the unknown soldier that Mm -hmm. would be that, that would be uh rude and 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 inappropriate mm-hmm. um so it's complete that's the that's the cool thing it's just complete and total silence hmm. yeah and, i was I've, uh, I've often wondered about that you know as far as resting places such as of of historical events and and uh uh persons whether it's inappropriate or if you're able to do that um you know no, no the picture taking they don't have any problem with that as long as you're respectful you know um they 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 don't allow the things they don't allow is um, actually physically touching any of the uh, tombstones or, or the gravesite markers. They don't allow any rubbings. I know that there are people that go out and do charcoal rubbings of gravestones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard of that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they or pencil rubbings. They don't right, allow that right. because it damage it can damage the gravestones. And there are some tombstones out there that are very very old. Um, you know, so they, they go really way back. And mm-hmm. the amazing thing is at Arlington. Um, there, there is no rhyme or reason as to where a certain person is interred. So you've got Navy and Marines and Air Force and Army all buried throughout the entire cemetery. Uh, you may have people that, that perished in the, in, in the teens uh, and then other people that were, were you know, buried last week in the same general area. So... The other nice thing, though, when it comes to that is if you have a loved one or a, or a relative or somebody that you want to find in there, there is actually an online database that shows you GPS coordinates exactly where that tombstone is, and you can put it into your phone, and, and it will take you there. So pretty amazing, uh, the technology that we have to allow you to go in there and really enjoy that full um, experience of, of, of getting to know uh, the people that gave their lives for our country in many, many instances. And oh, and and two other um, two other grave sites that we got to see on our Boston trip: Samuel Adams, Paul Revere. Uh, got to see both of their graves, and actually got to see Paul Revere's house, which is still standing. Yeah, yeah, I've seen photographs of that. That's unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable pieces of history. <laughs> Every time you say you mentioned Samuel Samuel Adams, all I can think of is the beer. 
That's that's how that's how strong advertising is. It, it is, and that's what most younger people. That's what they think. Samuel, oh, you mean the beer guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah the beer guy. It's not even worth talking about. Yes, it's the beer guy. Uh, so anyway, that that's how our trip went. It was thanks for asking. Well, it was a lot of fun. It was a blast. And, it's good to have uh, you back. And I'm thanks, I'm, man. It's good it, to be back. And home. I'm glad uh, the two of you made it made it back safely and unharmed, and uh, and that you enjoyed this uh, lifetime uh, trip. No doubt about that. And I hope you get it chance to do it some other time you know I'm i, sure I hope will. so too well, we will we will we you know on our way back uh we were already planning our next one we uh, you know the right. last few hundred miles were like okay where are cool. we going next cool. <laughs> so. let me i'll tell you what do me a favor because yeah. bob webster we did a best of bob webster program this morning and yeah, so yeah. you might want to reiterate the fact that today's home improvement show is a live show so we can uh Generate some calls. Let it's everybody as live know as I it's as live as I possibly <laughs> as you can possibly be. Can I'm be. as live as go. I possibly can be right now. So pick up the phones, give us a call, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's get it going. Ray, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, Ray. I got a problem with uh drywall. Okay. Where the How can I help you? Drywalls where two drywalls meet and the foundation moves, it's like a, a small bump that uh, creates when the foundation moves. How do I uh, repair that? Well, if your foundation continues to move, there's really no way to repair it. The only, the only way that you can, that you can uh, try to mitigate it a little bit is the same thing that you would do if you were doing a stucco wall. And and what do you put in stucco walls typically to help with those move points that you know are going to be natural give points in, in your home? You put in expansion joints. Now, if it's right in the middle of a room, I don't know that you can do that. Uh, it might look strange to put in some kind of a break point there, but that is the only way you're going to stop that from happening other than addressing your foundation issue and stopping the foundation from moving. So there's no way to fix it? There, no, you can fix it. You certainly can float it out and fix it, but when your foundation moves again, it's going to show up and it's going to crack again. So, in other words, raise the foundation instead instead of fixing it from the inside. Correct, because if if you're if you're just fixing, look at it this way: if you're just fixing the the drywall and you're not fixing the cause of it, you're fixing a symptom, but you're not curing the disease. So. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a, a gaping wound and not suturing it up first. Does that make sense? Right. Right. My second question, uh, those uh, sticker-style uh, tiles that you put on the floor, they're, uh, I, I believe they're uh, 12 by 12 inches. Okay. Yeah. They, stick, they, they get blue on them already? The peel, and, the peel and stick tiles, yeah. Right, right. Uh, I got some in the porch, and the sun and the weather and the rain and whatever is, uh, they came they came apart. They are stuck. Uh, where do I get those? Because I went to Home Depot and uh, you have to buy like fifty of them, you know, the whole box. And I just want like three of them. Where do I get like one or two? Well, you could probably pick some up at at a place like uh, Floor and Decor. They they probably have have those. And it surprises me that at Home Depot you you can't get them uh, by the tile because you used to be able to buy them you know one at a time, 
and, and if for no other reason, they would sell them one at a time so you could go home and, and compare them on your floor and see which one you like. Right. Um, and they don't do that anymore? They don't sell them by the piece anymore? No, you had to buy the, buy the box. How, yeah, I don't have any idea how much a box is. I can't imagine it's super expensive, and then you'll have some extras if that happens again. Did you say these are on an outside porch? Right. Okay, you understand that these are not made for that, right? They're not made to get wet. They're not made to go out in the weather. They're only made for indoor use. Uh, they don't tell you that when, when you buy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that, that'll continue to happen. So you may want to consider putting something else out on, on that patio rather than going back with some more of those. Oh, my God. Do you, have, do you, do you put a hardy board before you put the stick-ons? Oh, no, absolutely not. No, the only time you have to – and you definitely don't want to put a hardy board outside – uh, because if it if it gets wet, it's going to delaminate uh, unless it is made for wet areas. But nothing is made like that for the outside. If you're putting down tile, uh, and I'm talking like ceramic tile, even that outside you don't put down anything. You just go right over the. Is this is this a, a wood deck or is this a uh, cement patio? No, it's a wood deck. Okay, a wood deck. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're not going to put anything like that over a wood deck. I wouldn't recommend that. I, I, I would recommend not putting anything down over it, sanding it down and refinishing it. That's what I would recommend. But uh, certainly you don't want to put any, any of that peel-and-stick tile down because it's not made for outdoor use. Well, just put a linoleum. better. I, I, I guess if, if you had to put something, if you just want to cover it and you don't want the wood to be showing, I guess rolled linoleum would be a better choice, yes. Uh, okay, well, thanks a lot, Mr. Bamba. You're welcome, Ray. Appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, let's go to John. John, good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic, John. How are you this morning? How can I help you? Pretty good. I've got the patio door, uh, one of the sliding glass doors. Yes, sir. And my lock, the, and the ears on the lock. One of them is sheared off. Okay. I don't know what happened to it, but I need to replace the lock because I need that retaining uh, uh, ear to screw it down so it doesn't move around. Where can I get a replacement? Well, the first thing you're going to have to figure out is who the manufacturer of your door is because there are so uh-huh. many different patio door and window manufacturers out there that you really need to know which one it is to figure out what component you need for it. As soon as you can figure out who the manufacturer of the door is, the first thing I would do is go online and Google that particular door and that particular piece, and you will you will come up with some place, if the door is still made, if, if the manufacturer is still in existence, you'll come up with some place online where you can order that part. Okay. That sounds good. I'll give uh, a shot. Do do you have any idea who the uh, manufacturer is? No, I we got it from. I think it was an amazing doors and siding. Well, th- listen, they're they still in, in business. They're still in business. Yeah. Give them a call, and maybe they can get the piece for you. Okay, that'll work. Okay. All right. I'll give it All a right, shot. John. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Uh-huh. Appreciate your call. Uh, let's go to J- uh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jerry. Good morning. Good morning, Martin. Howdy. I have a 1940s house that has asbestos siding squares on the side of it, and I'm wanting to take that off and put some kind of a 
fiber cement siding like hardy board or hardy plank. But I was wanting to put a concrete footer between the piers on the ground so that it wouldn't go all the way to the ground. But I understand you'll have something called brickstone. Yes, sir. And yes, sir, we do. I would like possibly possibly use that about three foot up from the ground. Does that need a footer or anything like that? It does not. Uh, it does not need a footing. It does not need additional foundation. We actually typically dig a six-inch trench around the house, and it goes down into the trench to seal it up so you know critters can't get under there and stuff like that. Uh, it's full masonry. We can make it look like virtually any kind of stone, and we can even give you a, a what we call a water table or a stone ledge across the top uh, to give you a nice break point and finishing point. But before you go to taking off all of that asbestos, um, talk to one of our guys about alternatives that might be a better option for you. Um, rather than having to dispose of all that asbestos and go to the trouble of taking that off, we do have sidings that can go directly over that, including brickstone. Um, but, uh, but our guys can tell you all about that if you set an appointment with us. Okay. Does that need a backer board? Because these piers are about two foot off the ground. Are the, are the... Uh, no, sir. That's, that's the other nice thing about brickstone and the way that we install brickstone is we don't ever put any wood or any kind of backer next to the, next to the ground. We use uh, steel channel iron, uh, uh, galvanized channel iron that goes in, into the ground fastens to the base of the home, and we space it out about every 16 to 18 inches so it gives you that, that backing without any chance of rotting or deterioration or termites in the future. Okay. Okay. And I assume you have all this information on your website? We do, yeah. If you go to uh, windowworldtx.com or to brickstonetexas.com, take you to the same place, uh, go on the Brickstone page, and you can look at all all the different uh, before and after photos that we have on there and, and get some more details about the product. But we would love to come out and give you a free quote. One last thing. Is it put on after you put on the siding, or is it during the siding or after? I, I would do that first, and then we finish our siding down to it, or you finish your siding or whatever you want to do, but we the siding will finish down to that ledge. Got you, sir. All right, sir, thank you very much. I appreciate your, your uh, radio show. Well, thanks, Jerry. I appreciate it. Appreciate you calling. Uh, we uh, Phone lines are open for you, too, at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, this past week had, a, had a, uh, a listener email me and ask about uh, chimney sweeps in San Antonio. And uh, I'm glad she did because this is the time of year that you definitely want to be looking into getting your chimney inspected. And and a chimney sweep isn't, you know, you think of a chimney sweep as a guy that just comes out there and he's, you know, like uh, Mary Poppins. And he comes out with his little broom and, you know, runs it up and down the chimney. and, And that's, no, a good chimney sweep comes out and actually inspects your fireplace. They're going to inspect your flue. They're going to inspect your chimney cap. They're going to inspect your firebox. They're going to inspect everything about your fireplace and make sure that it is safe and operating properly for the winter months. So when you build your first fire in there, you don't have some creosote that catches on fire and smokes up your whole house and possibly worse. Um, Or that, you know, a a bird hasn't built its nest up in the top of your uh, chimney cap and, you know, and and you got a problem there too. Lots of reasons to uh, enlist the services of a good chimney sweep. Now, I haven't used a chimney sweep on my chimney out here recently because we have a gas fireplace. I don't burn wood. 
uh, inside, and I haven't had the need to. So it's hard for me to personally recommend a chimney sweep, although I will tell you that I've looked and, and done uh, kind of the uh, research online and found a couple that, that look like they have really good reviews. I am going to be getting one out to check my outdoor fireplace here in the near future, and, and I'll tell you how that uh, service went. Uh, let's get to one more call before we go to break at 210-599-5555. Lou, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. Um, about four years ago, we had some water damage in, that ran into our bedroom. So we had the tile floor completely taken out, and we replaced it with vinyl plank, which which we really like. Um, but over time, there are spots in the floor that when you walk on them, you get like a popping or a crackling sound, and I'm just... It, sounds like an old hardwood floor and i'm just wondering if that's common well that could be caused by by a couple of different things whenever you put your uh, lvp down did you put a backer underneath it i i i honestly don't know we had you know the restoration company Okay. Put the floor down. So I thought they told us that they were going to, but I I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, and that's one of the reasons that you might have that popping sound is if there's not a backer underneath it, uh, or if it was not a backer uh, laminated product. So a lot of a lot of LB, LVP luxury vinyl plank is just the vinyl itself, and there is no type of cushioning or backing or anything on it then there are other ones that you can get that have foam and uh and my favorite is is a cork back that that has a cork underneath it because it it it's waterproof it uh, it's not going to deteriorate or absorb water like the foam can and it gives you that nice solid feel without the clicking and the and the tapping that i man i despise that in the old um oh gosh what did you i i I've, the, the, the laminate flooring could not stand that product because you sounded like you had tap shoes on every time you walked on it. And uh, and if that's what's going on here, you might just want to ask the company that did it. I, I know it's been four years ago, so it may be difficult to you know, get in touch with them. But um, if you can figure out if it's got backing or not, that would answer the question as to why it's doing that. Okay. And if for some reason, if it, if it doesn't have backing, um, is it harmful? I mean, is it? We we just put up with the noise, but it it doesn't hurt the floor. It's harmless. It's not going to hurt the floor at all. It's just annoying. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not going to hurt okay. anything at all. It's just if you're like me and you are, it sounds like it. Those types of things annoy you a little bit. You don't you don't want the creaks and pops and snaps and all of that. Okay, great. We'll we'll call the the company who installed it then. Thank you very much. Well, Lou, thanks for calling. Appreciate you being on the show this morning. Have a great great. You have a great weekend. 210-599-5555 is the number to get in on the conversation this morning. All home improvement questions are on the table, from the roof to the foundation to everything in between, 210-599-5555. I want to give you a a Jim Smith update, try to do this uh, briefly every every week. Uh, No big changes. Uh, uh, We'll tell you that I spoke with Jim this past week for for a while, and... uh, He's sounding good. He's sounding positive, and he's definitely uh, improving. And uh, he's he's even talking about coming back to work at some point. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's 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 a strong uh, willed guy, and he's doing a great 
a uh, great job of of uh, working on his rehab and his recovery and and uh, as always he appreciates the continued prayers and thoughts that you send his way he certainly does um also want to talk to you a little bit about laughter is the best medicine this event is coming up at the end of this month october 29th at padrati's ranch uh that is a saturday from 6 to 10 so it's not a super late night for anybody it's not not super early but it's not super late we're going to have an evening of great comedy uh, and and raise a lot of money for the kids at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Window World Cares Foundation is uh, is is our charitable arm, and uh, all of the proceeds from that night are going to go to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital through the Window World Cares Foundation. Uh, headlining the event is a uh, f- very funny man, Cleto Rodriguez. Uh, Chandra Murthy is going to be there. Kim Curley, I believe another comedian or two may show up and uh, we are just uh, thrilled to be hosting this event at Padrati's Ranch Saturday October 29th uh, 6 to 10 p.m. that's uh, in Holotus just off of Loop 1604 on FM uh, 1560 there are still a couple of sponsorship opportunities available uh, for more information on ticket purchase table purchase all of those things go to windowworldtx.com forward slash funny that's windowworldtx.com forward slash funny. And included in your ticket price is a full, wonderful Italian dinner. Uh, we're going to be having a full bar, uh, open bar for four hours. We have uh, wine tastings, going to have a tequila tasting. We're going to have uh, a, a silent auction and a live auction that's going to blow you away. I mean, we've got some really cool stuff in this auction this year. We've got autographed music memorabilia, autographed sports memorabilia. Uh, we have some... Uh, trips that are just phenomenal to different exotic places, please join us. We have a limited number of tickets available. We're about 50 to 75% sold out right now, so don't delay. Windowworldtx.com forward slash funny. That's windowworldtx.com forward slash funny for Laughter is the Best Medicine, uh, Padrati's Ranch, October 29th. 210-599-5555. All things from the roof to the foundation and Everything in between is on topic. Love to help you with any of that. And, uh, Don, you said somebody called in and had a, a question off air during the break? Yeah, um, I think his name was Larry. It called uh, during the break, what, during one of the breaks earlier. And uh, he had a question about uh, soffit. Uh, I think he has uh, aluminum, si- aluminum panels, I guess. Okay. As far as, and he was wondering who or where he would go to be able to replace i think he's got some missing panels in his around his his house where okay the, where the soffit is at and i guess he's looking for replacement panels does that make i guess that makes sense yeah it makes sense yeah uh, aluminum soffit was sold uh in the 1960s 1970s and into the early 1980s i believe um Aluminum soffit is almost non-existent now, and if you can get aluminum soffit, I believe it only comes in white. Uh, it, that's if you can get it at all. We haven't installed aluminum soffit in probably 30 years. But um, as far as where to get replacement panels for that, and the way that aluminum or vinyl soffit is is uh, made and installed, it comes in 12-foot lengths, and then it's cut to fit your particular soffit if you have a 36 inch soffit a 22 inch soffit whatever it is whatever your soffit width is and your soffit by the way is the overhang of of your house if you're looking up 
underneath the roof. It's that edge that comes out over your wall. Underneath there, that is the soffit. The part that sits directly underneath the roof edge is the fascia. So in, uh, in many instances, it's just wood or um, sometimes uh, hardy occasionally now. Um, but the, the way to address that in, in the last 35, 40 plus years, 45 years, uh, has been with either aluminum or vinyl soffit. Vinyl is predominantly the material that's used now for soffit, and it comes in a bunch of different varieties and styles and colors and things like that. The reason that vinyl overtook aluminum in soffit and in siding is the fact that it doesn't dent and it doesn't scratch and fade the way that aluminum did. Uh, aluminum uh, seemed like a good idea, but the, the problem with aluminum siding is, uh, as mentioned, it can dent relatively easily, the finish can be scratched off, and it conducts heat. Uh, whereas vinyl is a non-conductor, aluminum is a conductor. So it kind of just went by the wayside over the years and, and you know, and just by new, new and better and improved products coming on the market, it, it kind of went into non-existence. So to specifically answer the question of where do you find replacement panels for aluminum soffit, that's going to be a tough one. Um, you've probably you've probably gotten the wear out of it that you're going to get out of it. You might want to consider replacing it with with a with a newer product and and uh, a different product. Yeah, I just um, I was on the Googles here and I was just kind of poking around and I I noticed that as far as uh, uh, panels, soffit panels, vent panels, it uh, it's available, but it looks like it's all vinyl material. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct, and you you can get vinyl in in lots of different places because there are, there are several different manufacturers of the vinyl product and several different styles within the soffit in in a given manufacturer. So there's lots of different options out there for vinyl soffit. There's even composite soffit materials that that look like um, stained wood that is is just gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Much more expensive than than vinyl soffit, but but very very attractive. And uh, but as far as aluminum soffit, going to have a real difficult time finding anything now to to match or replace that. And my guess is that his soffit on that house is probably at least thirty five to forty years old. So he's probably gotten his money's worth out of it, and it's it's time to consider replacing it. And would love to help you with that at Window World. We uh, we have some beautiful soffit options for you, uh, probably twenty five different colors to choose from, and make it all look like brand new again. Um, give us a call if, if, if that's something we can help you with. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on uh, today's home improvement conversation. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, it is that time of year when we think about getting out and doing some things around the house, and it's getting cooler and, and, and a little easier to, to work outside than it is in the summer months. I mean, when you got 60-plus days, of 100 plus degree weather the last thing you probably want to do is go outside and be working in in that kind of weather but man as we mentioned at the top of the show this has been some glorious weather this past week and and it doesn't look like it's going to change it looks like it's going to continue and maybe even get a little cooler uh in the next week or so in the evenings so what to do what to do uh there there are a ton of things i'm sure that you can get out and do but i'm going to give you a few pointers on some home improvement ideas for fall. And uh, these are some DIY things you can do. 
Most of these are DIY things. Most of these you don't have to hire a professional to do. So on a, on a weekend or a free day that you have off of work and you want to get out and get some exercise and do something outside, here's some things you can do. Uh, one is painting your front door. Uh, there, are, there are very few things that really enhance the curb appeal of your home like a freshly painted door or a new door. But if, if you have a, good, a door that's in good shape and it just needs a new paint job, uh, this is the, the way to do it. If, if you execute a perfectly uh, painted paint job, you're going to have a, a great result. Um, before the weather turns icy and wet, we don't, we don't have a lot of ice here, but certainly wet and cold and nasty and all of that, you want to get this done. Uh, you don't want uh, you don't want it to dip below freezing whenever you're painting. Uh, but if if you want a, the very best job uh, on this one, uh, I would recommend hiring a professional. Um, we've talked in the past about me and, and my my painting thoughts, and I don't like to paint. Uh, it's just not my thing. Some people absolutely love to paint, and I get that. It's it's I don't get that, but my my wife is one of them. She loves to paint. I don't. Um, but if you want a really really good job, and you don't consider yourself professional quality painter, hire a professional for this one. Paint or repaint your interior molding or trim. This is a, a great thing for the fall as well. Uh, it adds to your home's aesthetic, helps cut down on dust and dirt throughout the year. Plus. Uh, painting or molding or trim can completely transform a room, especially when you pair a crisp white trim with a really, really rich wall color. So unless you're a painting pro yourself, again, might might want to hire a professional for this project. Uh, they'll be able to jo- finish the job faster, uh, and an experienced company will make sure that there's no drips or uneven finishes in, in your paint job. So that's, that's not a bad idea. Um, power washing your house. Now, this is something you can do yourself or you can hire a professional to do. Um, Whenever you uh, pressure wash your house, there are things that, that, that are of benefit. It, it can uh, clean your siding of dirt and debris and, and mold, and uh, it can give your house a clean glow heading into the winter months. Uh, but you also don't ever want to use the wrong settings that can strip your paint or erode your mortar or damage the finish on your exterior of your home. You don't ever want to do anything like that. So if you're not comfortable and you don't, feel like you're going to do a, a, a job that's going to be problem-free, there are professional companies out there that, that do a great job of power washing, and they'll be happy to talk to you about it. Let's also talk about things you should never pressure wash. This is a good time to talk about that. You never, ever want to pressure wash fiber cement siding. Uh, it, it, it will void the warranty, and you will damage it. Uh, you will, at the very least, take paint finish off. You never, ever want to pressure wash insulated windows or windows of any kind for that matter. Uh, chances are good you will breach the seal, uh, and in the future you will end up with foggy windows that you uh, damaged and you caused, and you don't want to be the reason for that. So don't ever pressure wash insulated windows or fiber cement. And I would even go so far to say as if you're pressure washing a wood side at home, you better turn that pressure way down and back way off because it can etch the wood, it can damage your finish, and, and can do some you know some pretty major damage if you're not careful. So just be careful when per- using a pressure washer around your house. Um, let's go to uh, the phone lines, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Faye, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a few questions that, product-wise. Um, 
Can you tell me uh, something that's kind of universally uh, applicable uh, product to use uh, to seal or plug cracks, holes, that kind of thing, smaller um, problems, but something that would hold up if you put it on the shelf for a few, uh, maybe even months until you need it again. Do you think of any product that would fit that? Well, when you talk about uh, sealing a crack, are we talking about in concrete, or what are we talking about? Well, probably, um, probably more wood, or um, you know, just generally around the property. We live on a small farmstead. Okay. So, well, very different products uh, depending on what the surface is and what the material is that you're trying to seal. Um, there, there are different, definitely different types of wood sealers that are out there. Um, what what I will tell you is when you talk about shelf life, once you've opened the product, the shelf life on any of these products is probably going to be a year, maybe two years, um, okay. because if they get air to them, they start drying up and, and losing their consistency. But there are there are several different types of wood filler that, that are on the market, and one of them is made by Gorilla, uh, the, the brand that makes the Gorilla Glue. And it is actually a really good product. Um, it, it, it dries up hard like wood. Um, it, you can sand it down once it's dried. And I, I happen to really like that product. I think it's a, it's a great product. Um, and then DAP also makes a, a wood filler that's called plastic wood. And it, it's another one that you could use. Um, either one of those would be good choices. They, they both dry mm -hmm. to a consistency that you can sand them down and then paint. And then um, if if it's not wood, um, I would do they have a does Gorilla have another product that would work on other surfaces um, or situations other well, than if wood? It's, if it's concrete, um, there there are several different uh, gap fillers and crack fillers that have a, a sanded grout to them, and it comes in a tube. And there are also some that have flexibility to them that if you have con you know expansion and contraction in that area and you know it's going to keep moving, it'll flex with that rather than cracking again. And uh, and it's concrete repair in a tube, basically. And, and there are di different uh, manufacturers of, of that product, but Th those are a lot of them. And then you've seen it advertised on TV a lot. As advertised on TV, Flex Seal. Uh, Flex Seal is, is another one of those, depending on what you have to seal, that uh, does a pretty good job. I've used Flex Seal on a couple of different projects, and it and it actually is a good product. Well, those are good ideas, and I can find those readily, it sounds like. From, yes, ma'am. All um, of those are really easy to find, and your big box stores are online. Okay. Uh, well, that that's really very helpful. And adhesives, uh, um, that would be another question. And again, more universal use if you have something on hand. Um, trying to think of some things I've tried to glue together or uh, make work. Do you think of an adhesive that would fit that also? Well, it, when, it, when it comes to you know, adhesives, the, the go-to for me in many instances when it comes to construction projects or, or even fixing things is liquid nails. Uh, and liquid nails has several different versions of their product that's made specifically for this or specifically for that. 
But as far as an industrial strength uh, construction grade adhesive, um, there's that, liquid nails. And then, of course, Gorilla also makes their own version of a, of a heavy-duty construction adhesive as well. Okay. And then I had um, one other question. If I'm um, putting up some cedar planks, like um, fencing fencing type uh, planks, what do you use? Do I want to use a nail or a screw, and what size? Uh, I prefer using screws. You can certainly use nails, and if you have a pneumatic nailer, it, it's very easy, and it's much faster to use a nail gun than it is to, to screw. Uh, I, I prefer using screws. And you just want to use a good um, outdoor-rated deck screw to do that. And uh, depending on, you know, what your your board size is, I would say probably uh, an inch and a half screw is going to be good for you. Okay. Well, that covered me this morning, and I sure appreciate you taking my call. Well, absolutely, Faye. Thanks for calling in this morning. I hope I helped, and good luck on those projects. Sounds like you got a few things to do around the house. Plenty. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, have a great weekend. Appreciate you calling. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Barbara. Barbara, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Um, my question is about a, a, well, doors in my house. I live in a very old house that I guess pure and bean. And the doors, like the closet doors, and all the interior doors, they don't shut. They will not close. How do I fix that? Well, you're going to need some foundation uh, repair. And uh, that, that's a telltale sign whenever you have multiple doors in your house that stick or close on their own or won't close at all, uh, that you've had some shifting and foundation issues on that particular home. And pier and beam homes are, are no different than any other home. They're going to experience them as well. Um, so you need to get a good foundation professional out there and, and get them to take a look at your at your foundation. Okay. Well, that was not the answer I was wanting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so, I wish I had an easy fix for you. I could tell you that you can shave it off here and, and put some shims in there, and, and it may work for a little while, but it's eventually going to stick again. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, the house is like 90-something years old, so... I expect it to shift a little bit. Oh yeah, and 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 it doesn't mean it won't ever shift again. But if but if you have that much shifting, you probably want to get it addressed and 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 get some you know get some pilings or some piers put in there. And especially a ninety year old home, if it's never had foundation repair work, it's probably going to need it. Okay. Well, that was a quick question. Thank you so much. Well, thanks, Barbara. Appreciate it. Sorry, it wasn't the answer that you wanted, but that's the truth. And uh, okay. appreciate you appreciate you being a part of the show this morning. Thank you. Yes, sir. Get your, Thank you. Get your, yes, ma'am. Get yourself a phone line, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Woody. Good morning, Woody. Hello, Woody. Yes, how are you doing, sir? Good. How can I help you this morning? Yeah, I'm getting the house built, and um, I had talked to the builder about something about rebar or roll wire, which is better to put in the concrete. Absolutely as, uh, rebar. Absolutely rebar. Absolutely rebar? Okay, yes, sir. Because, uh, one of the builders was telling me that when they were pouring the driveway that they get more coverage if they put the roll wire because they can mm-hmm. put it all the way up to the edges. Oh, yeah, they get more coverage, but it's not nearly as strong. 
Not as strong. Okay. No, sir. And, you, uh, you, what size rebar will it be? Will it be three eighths or five eighths? Which is the best? Well, it depends on it depends on how how strong you want that driveway to be, and that's something that your your uh, professional there should be able to tell you. Depends on how okay. much tonnage you want that that driveway to support. In other words, if you're just putting regular pedestrian uh, or, or just regular uh, cars, trans, you uh-huh. know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just just regular cars on there. It'll be one thing, okay. but if you're planning on parking, let's say an RV on there, right, it'll, right. it'll be something yeah. else. Okay, okay, that's a good idea. Okay, all right, well, I appreciate it, sir. That answered my question. Well, Woody, thank you for calling. Appreciate it, and congratulations on getting that done. That sounds like a like a nice little project. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have all right. Day. You have a you have a blessed weekend. Thank you, Woody. Appreciate it. 210-599-5555. That's the number, 210-599-5555. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about some of these uh, these fall projects that you can you can do around your house uh we had we had talked a little bit about uh painting your front door painting or repainting your interior trim molding power washing your house uh, let's talk about wood repair we had a a, a caller that um, asked about wood repair you know a- after the the 100 plus degrees that we had for 60 plus days this summer the lack of rain that we had uh there is a whole lot of stuff that can go on with your wood on the outside of your house, your siding, your porches, your window casings. Uh, this home improvement project does not pack the same kind of visual punch that a new door color will, but it can easily save you thousands of dollars in damages in the coming years. And that's the thing that people need to understand is an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure when it comes to home uh, maintenance and home improvements. There, there are things that you can do that can save you big-time money in the future. It may cost you a little bit now. But in the future, it's going to save you lots of money, and this is one of them. So anytime that uh, wood is damaged or has wet rot or dry rot on your home, there's potential for damage to uh, to compound that. For example, uh, if you neglect wet or rotted wood on your front porch, it can lead to sags and breaks later. It can even allow moisture inside your home. Uh, if you're if if you tend to have a dry fall, which we do, uh, it's a good seasonal window uh, to repair your home and seal your home before the rain and uh, the colder temperatures and possibly even ice and snow of winter hit us. Uh, this is a, a more of a professional job, and wood repair companies uh, don't settle for only repairing the visible damaged wood. They make sure that there's structural strength behind and and uh, make sure that the, even the wood you can't see is, is going to be taken care of. So that's another one. Caulking or recaulking your windows or doors. Water, bugs, draft, draft winds, uh, drafty winds, and uh, all of these things love the little nooks and crannies that are unsealed around your poorly sealed windows and doors. Um, exterior caulking and sealing uh, is not going to give you that noticeable pop that you get with some things, but, it, again, it can save you money on your heating and cooling bills. So if it's been a while since you've caulked or sealed around your windows or doors and it's not in your budget to replace them at this time, uh, it might be the right time to, to get in there and do some sealing around those areas. Let's get to Harry. Harry, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, man. Anyways, uh, I was coming back from the store, and uh, my window film is coming off the the window of the car, and uh, I pulled the plastic part off, and now I got this goop stuck. How do I get that glue residue off the window? Uh, the only the only thing that's really going to take care of that pretty effectively is goof off. 
and you can get it in a spray or in a, in a, in a liquid that you can put on a little rag and wipe it off, but Goof Off should take that off. And you can get that at Lowe's or anywhere? Any, any big box store or hardware store, if you have an Ace or, or you know something like that around your uh, where you're at, any place like that's going to have it. Yeah, uh, and then uh, I was up down to the Dairy Queen in Divine, and your display of uh, the siding is gone. Where did it go? Oh heck, that's that's been gone for a long time. We 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 own that building and we leased it out to several different people. And uh, w- whenever we took it the last time, I think that we took it down to Dehennis and had it down there for a little while. Uh, but but okay. uh, so, well, yeah, so I'll we take my wife down there because we have some uh, uh, faux brick stuff on the side of the our house, and I was going to take the wife and let her look at that, but it's well, not there well, no come- more. Come by our showroom. We've got lots on display in our showroom at 5238 Evers Road. Okay. Well, I'm not here in Natalia. Where's that at? Where you guys at? It, it, we're, we're just off of Loop 410, just inside of, of Loop 410 on Evers Road. If you take the uh, the Bandera Road exit, coming from coming from Divine, uh, take the, or Natalia, take the Bandera Road exit, go across Bandera Road, the next major road you'll get to is is evers take a right and we're right there on the right hand side do you have any uh pictures on your website or anything absolutely oh absolutely yeah just go to windowworldtx.com and click on the brickstone icon up at the top and there's tons of before and after okay so the brickstone is actually the faux brick that's correct it's called brickstone okay cool appreciate you man hey man thanks for calling this morning harry appreciate you bud uh yeah he's right that that david lee roth that David Lee Roth country thing was not the best. Uh, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, hey, listen, it's been a blast hanging out with you guys today. I really, really appreciate uh, the time, especially Don Cooper Stevens and what he does each and every weekend here on the show. Really appreciate that. I uh, want to remind you again about laughter is the best medicine. And want to thank our sponsors for this event, Simonton Windows, WOAI-TV, Magnolia Pancake House, Credit Human, uh, Window World Corporate, uh, MIWD, and and so many others that make this possible, including uh, great friends Nancy Tom and Joyce Bogue. Uh, we want to see everybody out there and make this a knockout success. It's Laughter is the Best Medicine, uh, featuring the very funny Cleto Rodriguez uh, and Chandra Murthy and Kim Curley and a full beautiful dinner that night. We're going to have a full open bar for four hours great live and silent auction items and it's all to raise money for st jude children's research hospital we want to see you there windowworldtx.com forward slash funny windowworldtx.com forward slash funny is where you're going to find all the information on how to get tickets how to sponsor if you'd like to or just how to donate uh any any little bit helps and and we appreciate all of your support on that if you want to get a hold of me during the week the uh, best way to always do that is at my email. That's mbomba, M-B-O-M-B-A, at windowworldtx.com, mbomba at windowworldtx.com. Hey, peace and love, everybody. Go out and practice some kindness today. See you next time on the Home Improvement Show.